Hello and welcome to another podcast with me, Mr. Huff and Puff. This one is on fitness tests. Whatever your sport or physical activity, fitness is key to success. You need sport to reach your full potential. In some sports, fitness may be the difference between success achieved by top players and those who are less successful. For you, as GCSE PE students, your fitness tests play a huge part, not only in the theory, but also as part of your PEP, your personal exercise programme. You have to produce a piece of work that is completed as practical through fitness testing and training, which we'll talk about in another podcast, and by also producing that piece of course work, and it plays a huge part in your theory exam as well. The first thing you need to do when you create your PEP is identify your strengths and weaknesses, the things you're good at and the things you're not so good at. You can compare your results to other athletes in the training group, people involved in the same sport or same people of genders and age groups, and you can use national norms and scoring tables to do this. This is something that you have to do as part of your exam in this subject. By producing a fitness programme, you're going to need to monitor your progress. So where did you start? How much progress have you made? Is anything that hindered your progress? And how far have you got to? You need to set yourself a goal, give yourself an incentive. So by doing a fitness test, you can set yourself the goal of reaching a particular standard or level. And really importantly, you're going to need to know to choose the right fitness test. And before starting your PEP, you should decide what aspect of fitness you want to improve. You can look at the components of fitness and use this knowledge to help you decide on your aims. It's important to remember that fitness is the main purpose of this program rather than the skill. But you could aim to improve more than one component. For example, cardiovascular fitness and muscular strength. When you then decide the component or the components you want to improve, you need to choose the appropriate fitness tests. This will then allow you to monitor your progress during the program. Some appropriate tests as examples are a netballer wanting to improve their cardiovascular fitness may use the Cooper 12-minute run test. If you wanted to improve um, your speed, you might use the 60-meter sprint test, especially if you're a sprinter or a hurdler. A gymnast may want to improve their flexibility, so they may use the sit and reach test. If you want to improve more than one aspect of fitness, you may need to do a number of tests side by side and use all of this data to monitor your progress. The collection and interpretation of data is key. Not only is it in your coursework, but it will be in your theory exam. You need to accurately measure your improvements of fitness or performance. So we will monitor probably distance covered and heart rates, especially resting heart rates and working heart rates. The process of gathering this data is known as quantitative analysis. If you run the 12-minute Cooper test, you can compare the distance run during the first test and the distance achieved in the second test. Without the data, you are not able to compare if you have improved or not. When you then create an opinion based on this data, this is known as qualitative analysis. There are two types of fitness and fitness tests you need to be aware of. Tests that look at health-related fitness and tests that look at skill-related fitness. You need to know the difference 
and the different components that fit into each. You need to know the protocol of what you are doing as well. That's the purpose of the test, what is it testing, and how do you do it? Now let's look at some of the tests. The Cooper's 12-minute run tests, this looks at the cardiovascular fitness and estimates a VO2 max. Most of you have done the Cooper's run test with us in PE lessons, but you run around a course marked out and you know the distance. Normally, it is at 50 meter course and you measure the distance you cover and you are able to uh, figure out the distance covered compared to your VO2 max, looking at a table of normative data. The Harvard step test tests cardiovascular endurance and, it's sco and this is scored on heart rates. It also looks at good muscular endurance in the legs, but it is not measured. The protocol for this test is you step on and off a high bench, probably about 45 centimeters, every two seconds for five minutes. You keep to a regular pace, so you step on and off every two seconds, making 150 steps in five minutes. It may help you if you count one, two, three, four, for a complete step on and off the bench. You measure your heart rate at one, two, and three minutes into recovery. The fitter you are, the quicker your heart rate will recover to resting. If your heart rate has not recovered to your resting heart rate after three minutes, you continue to measure your heart rate until it is fully recovered. As your fitness improves, your recovery heart rate will decrease quicker. The hand grip strength test tests muscular strength in the hand. You use a, heart, you use a hand grip dynamometer and you, with your strongest hand you squeeze as tightly as possible. You take three recordings and you record your best score. The one minute press up test looks at muscular endurance. Doing a full press up, you straighten your arms to get into a stunning position, bend your arms and lower your body until your elbows form a 90 degree angle, then you return to the starting position to complete a one press up. You'll, if you can work in partners, that would be helpful. And as your partner starts a clock, you start your press ups and continue with good form for one minute. You need to be able to do full press-ups for this and see how many you can do in one minute. The sit-up test, one minute sit-up test is exactly the same, but obviously in a sit-up position. And this is testing abdominal muscular endurance. Make sure your knees are bent for this. The 30 meter sprint test tests a person's speed. Work with a partner ideally, Mark out 30 meters distance, and when your partner signals you to start, run as fast as you can while your partner recalls the time. Again, you can check your time against normative data, but nationally, to see how you are doing. The vertical jump or sergeant jump test tests power of the legs. We have done this in the sports hall, where you use a piece of chalk, and you jump next to a wall, straight up, um, and you mark as high as you can and you measure from where you could reach until where the top mark is from where you jumped. Again, using normative data, you can see how you're doing and you are looking to get the best of three attempts. The sit reach test tests the flexibility of the hamstrings and the lower back muscles. You can use a sit reach box, but we tend to use benches with rulers. You are looking to stretch past your toes, so we need the meter rule to start um, where your toes are but remember if you cannot reach to the end of your toes this will be a minus figure okay so zero is about average 
if it's a plus score, that is above average. Below zero is uh, below average. I have to say my flexibility in my hamstrings is poor. So when I um, demonstrate this test, um, I would get a below average score. And it's something I know I need to work on.